All right, let's do this one last time. My name is Drew Dodger, and for the last couple months, I've been doing a podcast with my good buddy, Jacob Heron. While we love film in general, with us being artists and all, we have a fascination with animation, and we decided to start an audio podcast after we both geeked out over the animated Transformers movie. We're not perfect, we've gotten names wrong, and we don't always agree on movies. But at the end of the day, we try to bring an informative and entertaining show to you all, and we'd like to welcome you to The Cellcast. Hello and welcome to another episode of The Cellcast. Joining me this morning is a man who spent a lot of time on top of a mountain recently. Jacob! <laughs> Why, thank you. And I'd like to introduce our co-host. A man who's become so fed up with his hometown, he's just got to go to Tokyo. Welcome, Drew. Tokyo? Yeah, Tokyo. Well, I wouldn't mind visiting once, but... <laughs> <laughs> Considering another game I played, I might actually be able to get around it without, despite having never been there. <laughs> but that's beside the point. Uh, how are you doing this morning, Jacob? Man, I'm doing very well. Well, at the time of this recording, obviously we're doing it on a Tuesday, Tuesday night. Mm-hmm. Uh, this week has been, you know, going pretty good. The I had, um, well, last week when I was going to Austin, drive down to the the singles convention. Yes. I happened to be listening to a podcast of a former classmate of mm-hmm. Jake Thompson and uh, his podcast of Compete Every Day. In which Compete Every Day is, is it's not simply just athletics or CrossFit. It's not just for athletes, but rather it's, you know, for to be compete every day in your ordinary life of being your best. Uh, like no one ever was? Yeah, kind of. Sorry, I had to get no, the Pokemon yeah, reference that's, 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 per- that's perfectly fine. But, yeah, I, I wound up listening to most of that podcast on the way up there. Mm-hmm. So I'd love to give a really big shout-out to uh, Compete Every Day, uh, the podcast, and Jake for putting this all together. It was it, it was it was really... It made me think of how I approach things, because so much we just want to give up. Yeah. I'm going to give up, be like, oh, I, I, I can't do anything. It's like, no, be like, just... You know, get up in the morning, you know, get up in the morning and, you know, start setting your routines and just, you know, face the day. Face the day, you know, be like, face your giants, kill your giants, kill your excuses and just do it. And so that that's motivated me a lot. And so I'd be like, yeah, big shout out to uh, um, Compete Every Day for Compete Every Day podcast for that inspiration. Uh, other than that, uh, the week this be like, I woke up. Relatively for a Bible study on mm-hmm. this Tuesday morning, and decided to go for a walk, which I've had had a chance to do in a couple of months. And plus, I had a sunburn from the last weekend. That wasn't pleasant. Yeah. That wasn't pleasant at all. For a little bit of interest, folks, he got his sunburn on Saturday. Saturday, it was so bad. Come Tuesday, he no Monday night. He didn't get any sleep. Yeah, so he wasn't awake enough. Mm-hmm. For us to record the podcast last right. Tuesday, so it got pushed back to Thursday. Tuesday. So here in a minute, if 
you'll notice a distinct lack of anything we've been watching because we didn't have time. No, we haven't. But yeah, so yeah, you know the the sun the sun the sun the the sunburn is finally healed. There's just a little bit here on the ridge, mm-hmm. but yeah, it's nice that you're no longer peeling on on Mike. Yeah, exactly. I, you know, felt like a you know a, a snake and just got to shed a little bit. But it's something like yeah, it was uh, yeah. It's been it's been great. Uh, I got up and ran and walked or jogged or whatever you and you know start off start off my day fresh. Mm-hmm. Start off with like a better attitude and start off with my 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 heart my soul in the right place and not you know getting irritated by some you know exterior thing exter- external thing mm-hmm. and uh, it really helped. It really really helped. Good of just. Getting out of the morning and be like, if it's just simply going for a walk or a run or a jog in the morning before work or in between lunch, in between, be like, when you're on your lunch, go for a walk or, you know, hit the gym or, um, you know, working on your skills, which you're good at mm-hmm. and improving those each and every day. So it's basically compete every day. All right. And if it's not competing with someone else, it's competing with yourself mm-hmm. to get better. So, yeah, that's how my week's been. How's yours? Yeah, cow, 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 cow. Oh, gosh, I hate those. Oh, the. Oh, yeah. Nah. Anyways, feel better. Yes. <laughs> yeah, you might want to edit that one out. Anyway, of course I will. How, how's your week, Benjamin? Oh, my week has been good. Um,. I uh, spent the weekend visiting a friend of mine down in, uh, uh, up in Commerce. Yeah. Him and, his, him and his wife. Yeah. Listener of the show, actually, Joseph. Oh, really? Yeah. Uh, visited them over the weekend, came back, hung out Sunday between church. Uh, between all that, of course, I had no time to watch anything other than this movie. Yeah. But I, I had a good time, and, uh. Well, since you already mentioned a podcast you've been listening to regularly, I mm-hmm. guess I will go ahead and mention the one I've been going through the back catalog of. Yeah. Uh, I listened to a podcast called Nobody's Listening. Oh, yeah. Now it's called That Story Show. He changed it two, three, maybe four years ago. I don't remember yeah, exactly you, when, but... Mm-hmm. Yeah, you recommended me that one, too, and I've listened to, like, one or two episodes. Mm-hmm. They're really good. Oh, yeah. But I've been going back through the back catalog... There's like over 300 episodes, and I'm up Gosh. to... Hang on, let me look. I could guess, or I could actually look at my app and tell you which episode number I'm on. <laughs> I'm currently on episode 120, named The Clown Letdown. The Clown Letdown. Yes. In this one, one of our hosts, uh, John... Tells the story of a time he broke up with a girl mm-hmm. at, that was visiting him at college. Uh, he broke up with her right after a performance he had done on stage for something. Mm-hmm. But he hadn't quite changed out of his makeup. And guess what he played? Oh, I don't want to... I don't know. He played a clown. Go figure. <laughs> Go figure. And considering the next episode is John Stalker, and I think I know what that's referring to, okay. it is funny. The yeah. show is one of my... It's been one I have been listening to 
when it's been on for the past 15 years. Because uh, I was listening to this when I first discovered podcasts. Oh, okay. So 2008-ish. Yeah. So I guess that's more closer to 10 years, but it feels like 15. <laughs> yeah. Good deal. So, um... Uh, did you get a chance to watch anything besides this movie? No, I didn't. You know, like you said earlier, like you said earlier about the be you know, like the sunburn and unable mm-hmm. to sleep and the discomfort of that and yeah, kind of backed us up a little, a little bit. Not much Tom in there. And props to you for being, you know, the the uh, the the engineer you are of getting that podcast bop, 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 done in that that quick of As time. You watched me do it. It's like. And I'm sure that episode is not the best edit I've ever done, but yeah, yeah, for a very quick edit, that's that was impressive. That was very, very impressive. I kudos. I know our format at this point. I know where stuff is. Okay, so kind of an interesting point, kind mm-hmm. of an interesting segue in that. Uh, I had uh, gotten a call from a listener, a family member of mine, who rename rename rename. Rename. They're gonna be. Re, they're gonna rename Mameless. Uh, 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 re, yes. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry, you're fine. Remain anonymous because apparently they didn't want me to talk about it, so I'm gonna talk about it, but not using their name. Uh, so he had given me a call, and so he was asking. Very apropos the way you said that, considering the movie. <laughs> yes. Sorry. <laughs> so we were just chatting because he he had. You know, we had talked about this earlier. Mm-hmm. And uh, I asked him, be like, so, do you listen to the podcast? He's like, yeah, I really enjoy it. I really enjoy it. Be, uh, it's it's a very interesting podcast. And that you two have such an interesting dynamic together. Uh, just, you know, how you can, you know, ping off each other and mm-hmm. banter with it sounding fluid. Yeah. And he's he's listened to quite a few. He's one of these people that... Uh, he doesn't like listening to spoilers, and we ap- absolutely talk about spoilers quite often. Which means when we move to movies, we should probably remind, remind people, spoilers incoming. Yeah, But we've exactly. never remembered to do this. Exactly. Um, but yeah, he just be like, he's he's recommended he's recommended the podcast to a few people, and he just, he thoroughly enjoys his job. So I just thought I would give a big shout out. Thanks, Bob. <laughs> Bob a code name? Uh, he knows. Okay. He does. Okay. okay. I won't ask anymore. Okay. I know you're trying to keep it somewhat a secret. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, I didn't get a chance to watch much of anything either other than a couple of game trailers, but none of that really is, you know, big. Right. But uh, I have, did recently, you know, I tend to bring up my video game playing news on yeah. here all the time. But uh recently Square Enix released Final Fantasy VIII remastered. At least on PS4 oh, it's for like yeah. twenty bucks. Wow. And it's a pretty decent remaster. Yeah, isn't that also going to uh the Switch? Probably, but I don't remember. I just know that on PS4, which is where I got it, yeah. it was uh twenty bucks, which is not a bad price yeah, for that game. Yeah, I remember this, hearing news about that. Yeah, but this game is the one that's got the weird, weirdest leveling system. It was the weird leveling system before the leveling got weird okay. in Final Fantasy. Okay. Uh, and you you do gain experience like you normally would. Yeah. 
but all the bad guys gain experience with you, so grinding doesn't do you any good. Oh, that's just fun. What you're supposed to do is uh, level up what they call uh, Guardian Forces. Yeah. Or GFs, which, for those of you who know your Final Fantasy, not Lauren, for some reason don't know anything about eight. this would be your summons. Mm. So right now I have Quetzalcoatl, which I know I mispronounced that. <laughs> Summon Dragon Zord. Right? Not quite. Uh, Shiva and Ifrit. Okay. Sorry, Ifrit. Ifrit. I do know I do know how to say that name now. Yeah. It's Ifrit. But I'm also cheating. I am still grinding, but I'm grinding differently. <laughs> You're cheating. Oh my gosh. Not, re- not really cheating. Everything is there. I'm okay. just taking advantage of... He's hacking the game, people. <laughs> I'm breaking the game, people. <laughs> and if you want to break the game too, just Google Super Squall Mode. <laughs> okay then. But that's, I've played a little bit of that recently. Um, yeah. I've also been... Uh, a friend of mine suggested this game. Yeah. And I picked it up called uh, Starlink. Oh, yeah. I heard about that one. This game launched as one of those Toys to Life games with the uh-huh. ships and everything. Yeah. You can still buy those, but they're not actually making new ones anymore, I don't right. think. And they're just letting you play the game for real. You can actually go level up your stuff right for real. Yeah, get all do all your unlocks that way, and it's actually a pretty cool game for yeah. what it is. I mean, it's a nice sci-fi. It's it's like Star Fox back when before Star Fox. It's a Star Fox is, game, which is why on the Switch version they let you play as Star, Star Fox. Fox. <laughs> <laughs> which if I'd have realized the game was an online multiplayer, I'd have bought it on Switch. <laughs> So I could play a Star Fox, but I'm just playing the game as regular now. So barrel roll, <laughs> yeah. Press C or R twice. That's not working. <laughs> anyway, uh, so yeah, that's me. Uh, what have you found in the news? Because I know you told me you found some stuff. Yeah, I was not as lucky when I went to go look this afternoon. Ah, uh, it's not on my normal. Uh, Outlet. I got you. So, okay. So, most of the news I get from is from... Usually it's like Animation Magazine or something like that. Yeah, you're right. That's right. Hold on. Let me go back. Alright. So, for those those who want to know... I get all my... Most of my information from is AnimationMagazine.net or .com. Dot something. Dot something, yeah. Okay, so here's the news in a smaller nutshell. Alright, so I just found this headline hysterical. Okay. Adomitable? All Yeti for the big screen. Oh, the puns. (laughs) Yes, apparently uh, Adomitable? 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 It's a tough word even for me. Yes. We'll be... The Yeti movie. The Yeti movie. Let's exactly. just call it that. <laughs> the Yeti movie. We'll be uh, hitting theaters September 27th, uh, 2019. So, if you're interested and you've seen the trailer, I think we've done a, like a... a we tiny... talked about it back at um, our rest of the year preview episode exactly. when we came back from... we Well, we finally got on track is what yeah. it comes down to. Yeah. Yeah, so that will be coming out 
And so I'll probably go watch it because it just looks like a really cool film. Mm -hmm. Uh, And so speaking of uh, animation movies getting back on their feet. Yes. uh, Kyoto Kyoto Animation Studio is is releasing its first first feature since the Deadly Arson Fire back in July. Mm -hmm. Which killed 35 people sadly. This is the Violent Evergarden movie, correct? Yes, Violent Evergarden. Uh, I'm going to use the English translation. Violent Evergarden side story. Eternia and Auto Memory Dolls, which were released nationwide in Japan on Friday. And if I had actually watched that show, I'd know what that meant. Right. <laughs> Admittedly, I haven't, and I hadn't had a chance to try yeah. it. So this movie will be coming out Friday, which will be on the 26th of September. Mm-hmm. Uh, I do remember hearing something about that release. Yeah. In that uh, all of the people who passed mm-hmm. in that fire yeah. are apparently getting us like a credit in the movie somehow. Really? Like a special thanks or an in memory of. Or I, can, I can imagine that. Something to that nature. Okay. Which makes sense. But. Okay. So it's for, still like thirty eight names that are going to be on there, right? That's going to be a lot of people. Or thirty six, not thirty eight. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. So if you guys are interested in uh, Violent Evergarden, you can find it on Netflix. At least if, the regular show. The yeah. movie we don't know about when it's coming over here. Netflix, I know has since they have the the rights over for the show, they'll probably get the rights to the movie also. Exactly. If they're not on the uh, production committee itself, yeah. So, going on to the news, apparently Shop Factory is... Love it, those guys. Yeah, Shop Factory, apparently their distribution arm, Shout Studios, is, apparently is, is signing a deal with Soto, Sol, Sola Media Gimbra? I might pronounce that wrong. Let me see. Okay, I don't know about the GmbH at the end, but yeah. I'm saying that's Sola Media. Sola Media. I'm okay. sure that's like saying incorporated over here. Yeah, probably. Some other, it's a, essentially that in another language. Yeah, Sola Media uh, released their animated family film, Swift, or Swift, or, or a.k.a. Mola the Swift, uh, which will be uh, into the U.S.'s film, will feature the, the voice talents of Kate Winslet from mm-hmm. Titanic. And her heart will go on. Yes. And everyone's favorite Green Goblin, William Defoe, who also played, uh, who also uh, showed his incredible voice talent in Finding Nemo. Yes. And so to give give you a little bit, a little bit of a synopsis on this film, apparently it's about a. Apparently it's a a a bird. Who apparently grows up believing he's a seagull, and when he tries to learn how to fly, he finds out he can't, or he will never will be. Shock! And so, what does he do? He runs away. So, hang on, what kind of bird is he actually? Uh, he thinks he's a seagull, but what th- is he? Uh, it doesn't really say what kind of bird he is, but it's is, flightless. Yeah, it's a flightless bird. I bet it's an ostrich, possibly. And so he runs away from home, meets birds of his own species, and find out who he really is. And apparently one day, one day both seagulls and swifts 
Apparently, oh Swift, yeah, the bird yeah. Swift. Okay, yeah, Swift. The I didn't know what a Swift was. I was I was thinking it was an adjective for how fast he was. I forgot there's actually a bird called a Swift. Oh, okay. So probably where the adjective came from. Probably. You're swift as a swift. (laughs) Swifty. Swifty. All I know is that attack never misses in Pokemon. (laughs) Uh, So apparently Swift has to use his, his newfound identity to save both his, the family he left and the new family he's adopted. Ah, and so now it's kind of they apparently there's this dangerous threat that shows up, and now he has the opportunity to be the hero for the day. Let's see, a dangerous monster that affects seagulls and swifts. It's man. I don't know. <laughs> Maybe it's a bull. I don't know. Who knows? All right, pollution. No, yeah, it's yeah. still man. <laughs> it's still man. Cows. No way. <laughs> That's pollution. <laughs> well, they do produce a lot of methane. Yeah, that's true. All right. You think I'm joking and making a fart joke. I'm not. <laughs> <laughs> I know you're not. All right. So, apparently... Apparently, at the, the latest fan expo in Canada... Oh, Canada. Yeah. So, blah, do you, blah, 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 blah. so, do you know who Todd McFarlane is? Do I know who Todd McFarlane is? Yes. <laughs> Gee, who is Todd McFarland? Isn't he the guy who gave Spider-Man his little web things in his armpits? Yeah. So he could fly? Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> and uh, isn't he the guy who made Venom? No. Not the, not the original suit, but yeah. sy- the symbiote itself. Kind of. I think he... Well, he's the one who, who did a lot of the writing for that, I or think. drawing. Drawing for that, drawing. yeah. Yeah. And uh, didn't he create another... Anti-hero in the 90s had a movie mm-hmm. where it was a white guy turned into a demon, turned into a black guy who turned into a demon again. Kind of. I think you got it reversed, but yeah. Either way, it's Spawn. <laughs> so, yeah. So, apparently, Todd McFarlane is, as most of us know, that Todd McFarlane, back in the 90s, also did also did a, a, a HBO Series that won a bunch of awards, really good series. Apparently, is in talks with making a kid-friendly version of Spawn, and as he calls it, and to and to quote McFarlane, we're talking right now. Just had just had a couple of meetings this weekend after the expo about a couple of different animation looks, both. Something we can get kids into at a younger age, and then we get and then and then get them into the sort of crack cocaine version of Spawn. Why am I having flashbacks to Baby's first Deadpool book? Okay, <laughs> you don't know what I'm talking no, about. No, I don't. <laughs> Please explain. Marvel Comics back when Deadpool was first getting popular. Yeah released a comic book called Baby's First Deadpool Book. And it was just a standard issue of Deadpool, but it had a you know, special title and all that. Yeah. And each, it was essentially an anthology book with a bunch of different things, but it was all kid-friendly Deadpool stories. Okay. And they even did a parody of uh, Goofus and Gallant. Do you remember that from the Boy's Life comic? Nope. Really, oh, nope. You know, was, this guy is great. 
And look at all these great things he does for society. This guy is a total pig. That you know the you know that back and I got forth you, I'm talking I got about. You, I got you. Well, Captain America is of course playing Gallant. And Deadpool's goofus. So in one of them, I remember this insanely clearly. Yeah. It says, uh though he doesn't understand it, Captain America respects the views and convictions of his uh, vegetarian sorry, his vegan uh fans. Deadpool ties up vegans and force-feeds them meatloaf. <laughs> okay, then. This is what I'm getting flashbacks to with kid-friendly Spawn. Yeah. So, I can just imagine some well-meaning parent. No, that's not going to happen anymore because well-meaning parents aren't going to go into comic book stores. <laughs> but just imagine if this was the 90s where you could still buy comics at the grocery store. Yeah. <laughs> and... Uh, this well-meaning parent thinking, oh, it's just a comic book. It'll be okay. <laughs> yeah. Buys this for the kid. And the kid comes across this word he's never heard of. He goes, Mommy, what's beep? <laughs> We're a kid. We are a family-friendly show, so I can't actually say the word. <laughs> but essentially, it's the act of being sent to Hades. Yeah. <laughs> You gotta explain his backstory at some point. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That is true. So, yeah, I, I thought that was very interesting. It's Tom McFarlane. They've recently just passed their 300th uh, issue on Spawn. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, apparently they are doing. They are in the works of doing another live-action reboot movie. Because, well, I don't know. It actually makes sense that they'd be doing another live-action movie. Because yeah. superheroes are big right now. Yeah. We'll and see if that lasts through Marvel Phase 4. Oh, you never know. I hope. I want to, because I love yeah. the MCU, and I love right. superhero movies, and I want them to be successful. Right. I'm worried that after Endgame, people are going to go, well, I've had enough of that. <laughs> mm. I don't want to go through that again. <laughs> yeah. I enjoyed it. I just don't want to go through it again. That's but anyway. Great. Yeah. So, yeah, that's that's the news in a nutshell. Yeah. So, I guess we need to move on into our review. I guess so. So, before we do that, since we talked about this a second ago, and I should be doing that, we should be doing this more often. If uh, you have not seen your name, go watch it. Otherwise, we are about to spoil the movie. Uh, just a quick, just so people are, will know in case they decide to turn it off right after this because they hadn't listened to it yet and they want to go back yeah. and watch the movie. Quick thoughts. Non-spoilery. Non-spoilery. Um, wow, that's kind of hard with this movie. Well, just like generals, like... Would you call it a good movie? Yes, I would definitely call it a good movie. It's, it's definitely... Highly it's, suggested to almost anyone to watch it. Yes, I agree. Would you consider it kid-friendly? Yes. Okay. You really would. Considering that one bad joke that gets done over and over and over again every time he wakes up in her body. <laughs> yeah, I didn't think about that. <laughs> okay. Not exactly for kids, yes. but definitely for older kids. So, it's teenage? Yeah. Teen- high school? Yeah, that, that kind of age. Okay. Alright, I, I, for the most part, agree with you. Yeah. 
I just wanted to think, well, if they're going to turn it off after this, they might as well at least know if they should go watch it or not. Yeah, exactly. So, when you get done watching the movie, come back and hit play on us. And you can actually hear our thoughts as we go crazy talking about this movie. Yeah. All right. So, let's get into a review. Let's do it. So, your name, which in Japanese, the name is Kimi no Nawa, which translates to, tell me your name. Oh, okay. Uh, was released in 2016. Yes. It was uh, written and directed, and its English novelization was also written by Makoto Shinkai. Mm-hmm. He has an upcoming movie coming up called Weathering With You that's supposed to be out this year. Really? Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. I don't know much about it other than it's another romance story kind of like this one, but yeah. instead of time travel being involved, it's weather. Oh, uh, okay. The girl can control the weather. Oh, uh, okay. So she's a storm-like character? Kind of, sort of, but of course there's more mystical about it than just mutations. Yeah. Uh, so, of course, Storm was thought to be a goddess when they, fir- when they first found her, but anyway. Yeah. Now... Understanding this this director's track record, mm-hmm. like whatever it's gonna, whatever this movie is gonna be, it's gonna be good, freaking gorgeous. Yes. Uh, the English script for the dub yes. was written by Clark Chang. Okay, he's done a lot of Funimation scripts. Okay. The music was uh, written and performed by Yojiro Noda, and I probably said that wrong. I apologize. Of the Japanese rock band Radwimps. Yeah. I and love the soundtrack. Also, they are also doing Weathering With You. Oh, okay. And I'd sense. like to point out, if you're listening to the music in this, in the on the dubbed version, yeah. and you think that singer is kind of off a little... Yeah. Good reason for that. It's actually this guy singing yeah. the English version. Yeah. they Apparently, they, they rewrote, they translated all their songs in English... <laughs> And they performed them in English. Yes. Which is which, incredible. It's incredible, but there's still some parts in there that's like, that's a little too literal a translation of what you're saying to fit the music you're singing. Uh, <laughs> it's, I'm, it's not English-y, but it's <laughs> a little off. It's coming from the guy who plays Kingdom Hearts yeah. and has three English-y songs that's... Not any worse than this. But anyway, okay. that's beside the point. Right. Um, so, moving on to the cast. Uh, for the, And, of course, we are... We were, are reviewing the English dub of the anime, as we yes. always do. So, mm-hmm. if you prefer the Japanese dub, my apologies that I'm not about to list any of their names. <laughs> yeah. So, uh, Michael Sinterklaas plays Taki. Okay. In the 2003 Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtle series, what? he played Leonardo. Oh, okay. So he was Leonardo in the first season, and then uh, it's, Seth it's Rogen a, step, stepped in later. I guess. Yes. I couldn't tell him looking at it, because I didn't look through all the episodes. Mm-hmm. I just It said uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles 2003 through 2010. Oh, okay. So, I don't know if that's all the same show. 
Oh, different different. Which series was it again? Two thousand three. Which time? Okay, was the yeah, four yeah. Kids that, was, stub. that was the four kids stuff. Never mind. <laughs> yeah, I got the I got the uh, the. You were thinking the Nickelodeon era. Yes. No, this is the four kids era. Oh, okay. Um, he did a good Leo. Stephanie Shea plays mm-hmm. Mitsuha. Mitsuha. She is the current voice of Sailor Moon. Oh, okay. And of course, Usagi Tsukino, the uh, her human name. Oh, okay. Laura Post plays uh, Miki o- Okudera. Okay. Did you ever watch the show Gargantia on the Verudius planet? No, never heard of it. I hadn't heard of it either until about a year ago when I was just going through Netflix looking for something and I saw this and thought, oh, this looks cool. Yeah. And I watched the whole thing in about a weekend. Hmm. The dub, too. And so uh, she plays Rigid in that. Rigid. That was the main thing I found that I, that uh, was interesting. Okay. Uh, Glennis Ellis plays uh, Grandma Miyamizu, you know, her, her grandmother. Yes. She has played a lot of different judges, both in Law & Order and Law & Order Criminal Intent. Oh, okay. That's mostly what I found. She had, like, six roles. So she has a tendency of bringing down the gavel. Apparently. Uh, Kyle Hebert plays uh, Teshi. Okay. He is adult dra- uh, Gohan in the Dragon Ball franchise. Oh, okay. Okay, now I can see... I can hear that. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, Cassandra Morris plays Sayaka, her friend from the broadcast club. Yeah, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Do you remember when we were talking at Chili's that one time about a show called uh, Puella Magi Madoka Magica? Yeah. And we mentioned that the person who was giving them all their powers was... Oh, yeah. ...akin to Satan? Yeah. That character's name is Kyube. Okay. Played by Cassandra Morris. <laughs> okay. Contract? <laughs> yeah. Pretty much. It's a get away from me, Satan. <laughs> uh, ben Pronsky plays uh, Sukasa. Okay. In the 2017 Spider-Man show. Okay. He played Eddie Brock slash Venom. Oh, okay. Interesting. And in Transformers Combiner Wars, mm-hmm. he plays Rodimus Prime. Oh, okay. Cool. Uh, Ray Chase plays uh, Shinta. That was uh, his friend that uh, him and Miss Okadera is when it got him yeah. to the name of the town that just slipped my mind. Yeah. But you know what I mean? Idoka Mori. Yeah. Idoka Mori. That's what Idoka Mori. Yeah. The town that was no more? Yes. Spoilers. Oh, well, we already gave that word. Yeah, Never we're mind. spoilers. <laughs> uh, in the Netflix dub of Neon Genesis Evangelion, okay. he is Gendo Akari. Oh, so he's Gendo. Yes. He's not. He's not. A, he's not as menacing. And playing uh, Mitsuha's younger sister Yotsuha, right? Is Katie Harvey. Katie Harvey. Okay. She's not been. This is pretty much her biggest role. She, okay. Most of the others, because she's. This is only her second role. She had like four. Okay. She's still a child actress. Okay. So interesting. Yeah. All right. What? Uh, all right. Alright, so to give, to give our audience a little synopsis of what this movie is, mm-hmm. there again, if you have not seen the film, spoiler alert. As ahead. if we haven't already spoiled everything, so go Yeah, ahead. exactly. So, a synopsis of this film is two, na- two, nah. 
Two teenagers share a profound magical connection upon discovering their switching bodies. Mm -hmm. But things become even more complicated when the boy and girl decide to meet in person. That's taking... They didn't... That's a very, very, very spoiler-free... Yes. (laughs) And technically false synopsis. Yeah. Because it's not like they just... Well, I guess technically she did try to meet him in real life. Yeah. Then he went to find her. Well, technically they did meet in real life at one point. Yes. But still. (laughs) Yeah, they try try to meet up and, you know, something happens. Or happens. We'll get to that in a minute, because that's actually part of some of my likes. Right. Uh, For those of you who have been listening since episode one, you're going to notice a slight change in our formatting. Fair warning. Yeah, fair warning. So, uh... You want to do dislikes or likes first? Uh, I would go with likes first. Okay. Yeah, just just before that, we need to back up a second. Sorry to uh, give uh, uh, release date and but. Oh yeah, yeah. Sorry, I okay. jumped ahead. No, you're fine. All right. So as Drew said before, the sorry. As, the release date for this film in Japan was August twenty August twenty six two thousand sixteen. It was released in the U S. on July third two thousand sixteen. Now, its box office is pretty stinking phenomenal. Mm-hmm. All right. So, it had a budget of 370 million yen. Yeah. I don't know whether it translates into ink to uh, American. But it's a lot. Yeah, it's a lot. <laughs> uh, its opening weekend, it made 1.7 million. Its gross U.S. and Canada combined was 5 million. And its gross worldwide was three hundred fifty-eight million dollars. So it it came up short. Mm-hmm. It came up short of its budget, estimated budget at least. But well, that's before you start counting uh, Blu-ray and DVD sales. Yeah, exactly. So apparently, this is the first film not by not made by Studio Ghibli or Hayao Miyazaki to gross ten billion yen at the Japanese box office. Mm-hmm. Which would be approximately about eighty nine million dollars, and as of August twenty seventh, it's the this movie grossed over thirty twenty three billion yen, making it the fourth highest grossing movie in Japan. Nice. So they take their anime real serious over there. <laughs> well, mostly, mostly, yeah, film wise, anyway. Yeah. So. Yeah. So, if my understanding is correct, this was the first time you'd seen the movie. Yes, it was the first time I'd ever seen the film. I had heard about it when it first came out in 2016. And be like, oh, they're they're doing showings, all that stuff. Be like, mm-hmm. I'm not really interested. It, yeah. looks, it looks like a fun film, but be like, I don't know. And um, and when you put it on the list, it was like, your name. And like, it, it took me a little bit of time because I'll you know, watch reviews over it mm-hmm. and it's like, wow, it sounds like a really good film. And so when it came up on the roll and I watched it, boom. <laughs> my mind was absolutely blown of how this the the characters, the mm-hmm. story, the the dynamic, the there's so much about this film is so incredibly well done. Yeah. That just it's mind blowing. That mm-hmm. it, it it's its progression is so just boop boop boop. There's there's no slowing down to it. No, 
and then you get to the big revelation in the middle of the film, minus the other revelation <laughs> mid part of the film, minus the revelation at the end of the, the film. film. <laughs> yeah, exactly. There's there's so many revelations. Of yes, just, like things that just unwind or you know are are in this case connected by a thread. Yes. You just say it was in a union. Yeah, it's it's in a union. A united, <laughs> a united. Yeah, I agree with that. Yeah, so you know, watching it, me like, yeah, I was literally what I was eating dinner, and I got so captivated by the film when I got done, my food was called nice. <laughs> it was just like, oh, I was like, oh, oh my gosh, oh yes, oh wow, oh oh my, no, no, range no, of emotion no, 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 was. No. <laughs> Kiss her! Down! <laughs> quit! Quit talking! Write your name! Write your name! <laughs> yes! That's oh, me anyway. Yeah, that's... I, I was just literally sitting there I was like, oh! 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 They're here! Nope! They're no, not no, here! No, oh! No, no. Oh my gosh! That happened! Oh! Ah, ah. And it's just like me like slow clap at the end of it. It was yes. so good! So... When I first was hearing about all this in 2016... Yeah. First time I heard about it was after the Japanese, the uh, American original broadcast, not a broadcast, but uh, theater really theatrical run, which was subbed. The Japanese subbed because they didn't have the dub done by this point. By the time I heard about it, really, yeah, the first theatrical run was, was subtitled. I think they mm-hmm. did another one dubbed later, but I didn't see that one either because, well, I'm in another. I'm in another Facebook group for another podcast called Feel and Film. Okay. And normally this is not where I get my anime news. Okay. <laughs> normally I get it from other sources. I gotcha. But for whatever reason, I'm listening to... I, I'm, I'm in that Facebook group one day and their host, uh, Aaron... Aaron? Not our friend Aaron. No, different Aaron. Hang on. Aaron White. They're the host of that show, Aaron White, was talking about how if you hadn't seen if you hadn't seen your name, go watch it. And there was a bit of a gather a, a bit of yeah. a group who was saying, Yes, you should go watch it. It's great. Nobody was saying what it was about. Oh, okay. So it's like I don't know what it's about. I don't wanna I don't have time to go watch a movie right now. So basically it was like a blind bag. Yeah, in a sense. So Something came up where I was on Amazon and said, your name is available for pre-order. I'm thinking about it and go, well, everyone says it's good. That's not a bad price. Yeah. Pre-order it. Three mu- And then after that, I forgot I ordered it. Okay. Because it was about three months ahead of time. Yeah. Because like it just went up for pre-order and then it came out like three months later. Yeah. So like when you it, do. So I'm coming home, completely forgotten I've even ordered this thing. Mm-hmm. And I've got a buck of, oh yeah, I forgot about I ordered this. <laughs> I guess I'll watch it this weekend. So that weekend, I'm, I put it in. I know nothing about the movie other mm. than everyone loves it. And apparently J.J. Abrams was making a movie based on it later, later on. That shit. I haven't heard yeah. any rumors on that recently. Yeah. That was but, amazing. Yeah. But I was thinking, well, if all that's true, I should give it a shot. So I put it in, eating dinner. I will be honest, why I enjoyed the whole thing. I, when I think back to yes. that first viewing, up until the realization that he doesn't know what comet she's talking about. 
oh. is a bit of a blur looking back yeah. on it. On that first viewing. Yeah. Because it's at that point where apparently something clicked in my mind where I immediately bought into the movie. Yeah. Up until that point, I think I was being a little cynical because, oh, this can't be that good. It's an anime movie. Yeah. It's hit or miss if these are good. And I go, wait, wait. He doesn't know what? Wait. What? What? <laughs> Dude! <laughs> And from that point on, I'm like, I'm I'm solely bought into the movie. Thankfully, I was done eating by this point. Yeah. <laughs> Unlike me. <laughs> I go through the whole thing, and I remember by the end of that movie, by the end yeah. of that first viewing, and he sees her on the train. Yeah. I'm just going to say that way, yeah. so I'm not... We'll get to spoilers in a minute, but I'm trying yeah. to be as spoiler-free as possible like right. you were. I'm going, ah! <laughs> Go! Get off! Go! You better go get her. And then, like, and they walk, and they're on the stairs, and they're going past each other. It's like, say something, you idiots! I was the exact same way. I was like, oh my gosh, say something! Don't walk away! It's going, and they finally turn around and says, hey, do, uh, do I know you? Says I was thinking the same thing. Can you tell me your name? Mm-hmm. And then the logo pops up and says, no, we can't stop here. <laughs> it's finally. Doing what I want to say, and it's nothing. It's, yeah, it's the credits at that point. It's like, you can't even do a, I don't know, a montage during yeah. the closing credits just to close every thread up. Yeah, it, it li- literally <laughs> left you hanging. It's like, oh my like, gosh, what happened? Sequel, please? Except this, what would the sequel do? Uh, <laughs> yeah. It's like, you stopped right when they got back together. We don't even know if they got married. You just assume they did. Yeah. Especially since her friends were obviously getting married. <laughs> yeah. Well, the the thing was, because I recently read this, apparently the... What is the director's name again? Koto something. Mm-hmm. Get out of Facebook. <laughs> Makoto Shinkai. Yeah, Mashoto, Mashoto... Makoto. Makoto Shinkai. Yes. Mashoto, Mashoto Kinshai. Makoto... Kin- <laughs> Sorry, Japanese is not your language. No, it is. Okay, so but just say Makoto. Makoto. So Makoto apparently had written a different ending to this film. So apparently, at that that moment in his original script, because mm-hmm. apparently you can find it on Twitter or Facebook, whatever. Yeah. Now, uh, apparently, he wrote out the script where they didn't stop; they just kept going. That would be so painful. Oh, yeah. And so apparently, the ending's already bad enough. Yeah. Painful enough. Right. But, and painful in a good way, I should yeah. say. Right. And so apparently the the studio had t- told uh, Makoto, it's like, you have to make this a happy ending. You can't make it a you know, sad, depressing ending. And it's, it you, is you, a happy you, ending, you, but yeah. it loses none of its power in being a happy ending. Right. That it was obviously heading towards. It's like, oh, they're going to walk by each other and not see each other. Yeah, that, that would have been like, oh, my heart stops. <laughs> I, I kind of get the feeling that that moment is actually there when, the, he, um, during, obviously somewhere around Christmas, the wintertime, when the snow's falling there, mm-hmm. and they walk past each other on that bridge, and you're going, turn around, you idiots! <laughs> I kind of get the feeling that's that ending, and then he wrote the springtime scene. 
that could have been it. Well, apparently it was the, the springtime scene was actually the one where that was how it was going to end. It was just going to end them passing and be like wanting to turn around, but too afraid to turn around. Well, so, I'm glad they got over yeah, that. The, the studio <laughs> told them to be like, no, no this is like turn around and to make it a happy ending. It'll it, it still work. <laughs> yeah. I'm happy they got that far because that happy that for a happy ending is one of the most powerful happy endings. Yeah, oh, I, I think agree. I've seen in a movie in a long time. But there again, it left you on this huge cliffhanger. Right. It's like what so, happens. <laughs> getting into the likes, I do want to point out that from Magic Hour all the way to that point we just talked about is one of my likes. Okay, so like you know the last half hour of the movie. Yes, because <laughs> that entire point from when they're they come back together at the top of the mountain. Yeah. They split back apart again is point for point. Every second of that is so well done. Exactly. That you're rooting for them the whole time, despite the fact you know how tough it's going to be. And there's that one point when you see, when you do see the, the comet, or mm. half of the comet crash into it, and you don't know. Yeah. If they got out in time. Yeah, exactly. Because it, it leaves you in that like, suspense. Yeah, it's like, it's like, oh my gosh, what happened? Is everybody still dead? Yeah. It'd be like, and was, was she able you, to convince the, her father? And your first clue is like, I know those voices. That's, that, that's, that, that, that's her friends. <laughs> and then the news report, so many years ago, all these... Five know, years ago. Five, five years ago, this all, all this uh, happened. It's like, they all survived? They changed the past? <laughs> Yay! <laughs> now he has to meet her. He has to meet her. And then they get to that point on the bridge. It's like, turn around. But anyway, uh, the whole ending of that movie. Oh I, yeah, I'm claiming is not like because it is, and it would not be good by itself. Right. Let me point that out because as good as it is, without the rest of that movie to put the ending in context. Yeah. Put you know all build up. Yeah. yeah. It's. It is that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what's one of your likes? Uh, one of my likes, well, first and foremost, is the background uh-huh. in this film. It's so breathtaking. It's it's literally one of those films that you could that you could pause it, take a picture, and frame any scene in this movie and just make it a painting mm-hmm. in your house. Considering that they actually took pictures of the real life locations in Tokyo for the Tokyo scenes. Yeah. And painted that essentially for the background. Yeah. Like it's just the artistic style of the the uh, director and his mm-hmm. his ideas and everything was just gorgeous. It was such a breathtaking movie mm-hmm. that just artistically just your 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 jaw is just hanging the entire time. I'm like, no. I was like, I don't know what to say. This is beautiful. Yeah. I mean, it, and, it, it, and to tie in one of my other likes yeah. to yours, the entire sequence, every time they showed Comet Tiamat, yeah. from the very beginning where you see it crashing in, including the reuse oh, of that at the end. Yes. But also there near the end where they're showing all of to- all of Japan mm. watching the comet come over. Yeah. Is so stinking beautiful. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Just be like it's it's so breathtaking. It's like yeah. how the what the colors they use mm-hmm. and the, the, the depth of scale and everything. Yeah. It's just 
Wow. And that coupled with the fact that you know where that comet is heading. Yeah. And it can result, and in one timeline, it did result in the death of almost the entire town. Mm. That, statistically, it shouldn't hit anywhere it's populated. Right. Yeah, it wasn't supposed to split, but it did. Yeah, it's like, okay. Gee, I wonder if this has happened in the past 1,200 years ago. <laughs> well, apparently, you know, this whole, the idea of this comet, you know, destroying a town was based off of the 2011 tsunami, which yeah. destroyed a lot of yeah. Japan. <laughs> uh, so, oh gosh. I, I think my second would probably be our characters. Mm-hmm. Our characters of just their their road of discovery of how be like how this how this is happening because they're they're swapping when they're in yes. s- when they're in sleep and they're having to live each other's lives. Yes, some better than others, some better than others. <laughs> but it's just them learning how to you know it's you know first because it's the how. If you were to swap a body with, like, you know, a woman you know. If, say, if I was to swap mm-hmm. bodies with, like, uh, someone I worked with. And it was like, how in the world am I supposed to... How what, how would you do anything? How would you do anything? Because yeah. you'd be like, honestly, because you're a guy and you're stuck in a girl's body. It's like, how... What in the world do I do? Mm-hmm. <laughs> and so it's... it's it's this, There again, it's this road discovery of how yeah. they... How they learn to kind of deal with the situation and also become closer with each other through, uh, through their, uh, through the diary entries, through the text, mm-hmm. through the, you know, writing notes on each other and yeah. how, how their, their friends are, you know, telling them like, you're acting really weird, like everything all right. And so they, they kind of go from, they kind of go from be like, okay, we don't know each other. And this is really weird. It's like okay, this is what this is a really weird dream to the end to the end of the first day. Like this is the worst nightmare ever. Yeah. To a point, it's like okay, I think I've fallen in love with this person, mm-hmm. and, and and how they cut and how um, what's the girl's name again? Misuha. Misaha. Misa is basically basically trying to set up Taki with this Masokadera. other Masokadera. Uh, and that is the funniest name because she's be like, why, why is this girl messing with my life? Yeah. <laughs> what has she done now? <laughs> but at the same time, be like, it's, you can, they, they're starting to grow in each other and be mm-hmm. like, and so they're trying to figure out who they be like, trying to be like, be like, I really want to get to know this person better other yeah. than just be like, be like, I'm living in their body for a day. Mm-hmm. So my third like mm-hmm. is actually... It's not with anything with the animation, but it's with one of the voice actors. Okay. Michael Sinterklaas mm-hmm. does the voice of Taki. Yeah. But he's also the voice of Mitsuha while Mitsuha's in Taki's yes! body. That's a good and point. That's true The other on the other way around yes. with... Um... Mitsuha? Well, Mitsuha, I'm trying to think of the actress's name. That's oh. true with Stephanie Shea also. Yeah. But... Michael does a lot better job of being Mitsuha than Stephanie does of being Taki. Yeah. To the point where it's like, I actually believe you're a girl in a man's body. Yeah. <laughs> and just, like, just kind of point out that the, uh, 
the director be like pointed out in one of the extra features mm-hmm. that it was literally how the animators drew Taki when he was Mitsuha. Yeah. That be like his shoulders were smaller, mm-hmm. be like all his his uh there is that bit in the animation too, but the voice actor Oh yes, absolutely. Yeah, all he really did was speak in a slight falsetto, but it works, and he actually does seem kind of weird. Yeah. Stephanie Shea, on the other hand, is still, well, obviously her personality is different. Yeah, she, she talks talking in his body. Yeah, she, she still sounds like Mitsuha. A little bit. She talks in a, low, a lower octave slightly. Slightly, but not. it's not as drastic a difference. Yeah. It's, did not impress me as much as I got Michael Sinterklaas. I got you. Yeah, I just I you know going to that point of the how the character shift mm-hmm. of how like how they're animated because how Mita is how when she's herself and when Taki's in you know her yeah is just the be like the the mannerisms how they walk how they talk how they. Just interact with people. It's just so, it's so realistic. It's so mm-hmm. just, it's so believable. Yeah. That's, okay, I can see that as a woman. I can see that as a guy. But it's it's so phenomenal how they do that. It's just the attention to detail mm-hmm. is uncanny. Yeah. Now my third was the big revelation in the middle of the film. That the, which one? Go ahead. Okay, so when they'd be like, oh, be like, um, Mitsa try, you know, or it's, you know, Taki tries to call Mitsuha. Right. And be like, they get cut off. Cut off, you know, mid-sentence. Oh, that's... On the bridge. On the bridge? Yeah. It's not cut off mid-sentence. They don't, he doesn't even, he tries to call her, but it goes straight to the out of... The, your phone is not the phone you're trying to reach is currently not available. Yeah, it's currently not available. Yeah, and that that whole journey of be like, oh, I've got to meet her. Yeah, and so he goes out in the country. And he's mm-hmm. drawn this whole of the entire valley. I had a feeling the art the, the his drawings was going to get your attention. Oh yeah, absolutely. It'd be like his his attention to detail of how because he lived Mitsuha's life, mm-hmm. and so. It's like, and so they, you know, they, they, they're sitting in this diner and just like, man, I'm just going to give up. Be like, this is so hard. And so like one of the people walk by and it's like, oh, this looks like so-and-so, this, Mm -hmm. this, this region. It's like, really? Be like, wait, you haven't heard? And so you get the revelation that it's gone. Be like, it was destroyed three years ago. Yeah. I was like, I was just, I was like, like, floored. I was been li- dead three years. <laughs> and oddly enough, you know what that reminds me of? It's a movie called the Light, the Light, the the Lake House with okay. Sandra with Sandra Bullock and Keanu Reeves. Okay, it's very similar, except for the no body swapping. Right. Apparently, Keanu Reeves had died three years prior, mm-hmm. and so it was two thousand. It was two thousand six, but he was in two thousand four or two years, but. uh and so apparently they they were leaving messages. He was leaving messages for her, and she was leaving messages for him. So it's this interesting time swap, yeah, of how they how they were communicating. It's like oh, or like the movie Frequency with uh, uh, Dennis Quaid mm-hmm. and uh, Jim Caviezel, which is 
amazing film if you mm-hmm. haven't seen it. Um, just just the how they communicated, and then that revelation that the comet struck the city and it's gone. Yeah, and it's been three years, mm-hmm. and so that would royally mess anybody up. It's just like, oh my gosh, I mean, like how in the world especially, do you fix this? Especially when you realize that the crater it formed is smaller than the it's larger than the original the crater. crater. Yeah. <laughs> And it's just like, oh my word, how? Yeah. It's like, how are they going to fix this? Like, well, this can't be how it ends. There's still 45 minutes of the movie left. left. (laughs) How is that going to work this? Oh, yes. But, oh, that that was just totally mind-blowing. And like like you said, when they, when they, when they meet, when they finally meet on Mm -hmm. the, uh, the crater, the crater rim. Yeah. I was just like, because you be like my heart was literally racing. It's, oh yeah. my gosh, you gotta find each other. Yes. Be like even though you are technically separated by three years. They have to find a way to find each other. And they do. They do because and for that, a short amount of time they are in the regular body seeing each other for the first time, time when they know who each other are. Yeah. And they're saying and they're just having a nice conversation. You're going, Guys, the comet's coming. <laughs> Come on, guys. It's like, oh, it's and like, the oh. whole thing of write your name down. Right. And, and he writes put, something like this. Oh, okay. And she goes to start, and, and the pen just drops. Like, no! <laughs> and then they slowly start to forget who the other yes. person was. Which is great when he, she gets down the mountain, and he re, she remembers that he said, let's write our names. And she looks, and what he's written is, I love, love you. you. Oh, oh that's helpful. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, no! <laughs> it's like, and it's, oh my gosh, how that, from that point, like you said, the, like that yes. whole run to be like, it's basically Mitsuha basically having to confront her father. Yes. That was basically this. All this, this stuff that's happening, her confronting her father, the plan falling apart. Yes. When you get right down to yeah. it. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> guys. <laughs> you don't have much time. What's going on? It's like, I do, and, and, and they just go up to the comet falling, going through the clouds. You're going, guys. <laughs> it's like, oh, uh, what's going to happen? And boom. No, it's not boom. It's boom. <laughs> Is everybody dead? <laughs> it's just like, oh, just me. Like I was literally sitting in the back of my seat, just like, oh my gosh. Be like, did they get out? Did Mitsuha talk with her father, make him see the light of what's happening? And and you just wait there, and it just goes forward in time, and he wakes up on top of the Two years later. He says, why am I here? Here? What am I doing up here? Like, no! (laughs) forgot! No, 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 do this to me, movie! (laughs) Uh, Anyway. Yeah, so... That was all our, our good points with the yes. movie. Now, unfortunately, every good movie, every silver cloud has a black lining. Yeah. So we need to talk about our dislikes. All right. So my first dislike. Okay, I think I'm I getting the big one out of the way. Okay, that was my first one. Okay, go. <laughs> the boobies joke. <laughs> the boobies joke. <laughs> okay, look, here's the thing, guys. You wake up in a new body. Yes, different equipment than you're used to. Yeah, which is natural. That's natural. I understand being curious. Yeah. 
So the first time, I'm fine with it. Yeah. The second time, I'm going, okay, you still think it's a dream. It's fine. Yeah, that's true. Third time, after you say, I shouldn't for her sake, the door opens. <laughs> like, really? Really? This is, the joke is dead. You can't bring it back. Well, they do bring it back one other time, uh, and this is the only one I liked. Yeah, I actually I thoroughly enjoyed that one. It was yes. like, oh my gosh, she be like, he hugs a, her, her, and, and then the sister walks from, in, and he's, and he's like, oh, he's crying while doing the thing with the boobies. Oh my god! And it freaks her little sister out. Hey, because she starts going, of course, the girl causes the girl to run off. And like, Ma, grandma, she's finally cracked. This, this once I'm going to school early. <laughs> Uh, the, 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 the way I, the way I described it was basically the over-excessive groping. Yes. Yes. I don't, here's the thing, you, you can call me a prude if you want, I'll live. Okay. Yes, I'm a prude, I don't care. But, I think you could have handled, well, maybe with the exception of the last joke, last, last version, but I think you could have handled that bit a little more, less... Perverty, I guess. Yeah, I, I agree. It was it was definitely uh, over over I mean, when, used. When you look at uh, Mitsuha and Saki's body, yeah, she kind of has the same moment of realization that yeah. there's something there she's not used to. There's something down there's there. Something down there, and you can tell her she, she uh, it's done one time. And the only other callback is right before she did, she goes, "Oh no, I've got to go to the bathroom. I've got to pee." It's like. <laughs> Oh, I guess if you're not used to that, you wouldn't know oh, what to do. do. <laughs> so, yeah, they, they do, like... Oh, oh, gosh. <laughs> yeah, it's 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 overplayed. It is, over, it is overplayed. It is overplayed. And it could have been done less. Is that your same on your number yeah, one? Yeah, that was, that was the exact same. Okay, well, then I'll jump ahead and go to my number two okay. dislike. This is a nitpick. Okay. Fair warning. The very beginning, it starts off with him and her body. Okay. That's fine. The fact that after little sister walks up on her sister learning about her body. Yeah. (laughs) It goes to the next scene, which is downstairs. They're eating breakfast. And at first, I didn't realize it it was the next day. Yeah. I thought... It was the same morning. Yeah, that's all I thought. So, she comes down and the little sister says, I see you're not obsessed with your boobies today. <laughs> it's like, what was that? <laughs> Is she worse normally? What's going Come on? <laughs> but yeah, it's technically supposed to be the next day. It's just, there's not, it's a weird transition. Yeah. I don't know what caused that. Maybe... The scene where uh, Mitsuha wakes up in Saki's body was mm-hmm. originally in between those. Yeah. And then they decided not to do that. Yeah, it, it wasn't a good transition. It was not a good transition. Thankfully, it's at the beginning and you get out of the way yeah. before the really good stuff happens. Yeah. So, yeah, that's, like I said, that's a nitpick. Yeah. You get past it quickly and it doesn't bug you. Yeah. At least for me anyway. Uh, For me, my second one was... There again, it's a little bit nitpick, and it's kind of a very weird how they how they fix everything. Mm-hmm. So we have what's his name again? 
Saki? So, no, the guy. Saki? The guy is Saki. The girl is Mitsuha. Okay, it's Saki. Okay. <laughs> I, I can't think Admittedly, of I think in a lot of other anime, Saki is the girl's name. Yeah, okay. So, <laughs> but in this case, it's his name. Okay. So, Saki goes to the, uh, the quote-unquote, the, the place of the god. And, yeah. Um, to where, be like, where okay. the treasure is, where her Kamichiguri Saki yeah. from the scene earlier in the movie is. Yeah. So, be like, in the entire time, be like, you hear the, like, the grandmother talking, and be mm-hmm. like, how the, how the, how time is a thread, and be like, how it's all, be like, yeah. the, the connection points and the whole bit. Mm-hmm. And so, be like, yeah, it's a really cool scene to where he, you know, he's traveling the mountain, and he's traveling into the, the, the ravine, or yeah. the, the crater. crater. Going into the, you know, the, the sacred temple or whatever it's called. And, well, uh, as I know, it's just a cave where the shrine is. Yeah. Be like, he, he drinks a sake. Be like, mm-hmm. oh, this, this is a connection to her. And I can see that to some degree. And so he drinks and it, it enables him to go back, be like, able to, you know, go through time and, mm-hmm. you know, do that. It's like, wait a minute, hold on. Two, be like, yeah. hold on. Be like, what about this little wristband? That's been with him the whole time. The whole time. Be like, that is a physical connection to yeah. her. Yeah. Like, all you had to do was literally, oh, yeah, I got this from her the first time we met. And that should have clicked it. Instead of, no, I've got to drink well, her spit. Fermented spit. Fermented <laughs> spit. Wait, okay, let's, uh, let me, let me help with that. Okay. Be like, a, I, 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 I grant you, it is a bit of a god in the sake. Kind of deus ex machina, yeah. but instead yeah. of machina, it's sake. <laughs> Deus ex Saki. It's a Saki weird word, baby. <laughs> anyway, um, so I grant you there that is a bit of an issue there. Yes. Uh, but it could have been same made time, such easier way to do that. At the same time, you have to remember this is a movie made in a country that, even though I don't think they're as religious with this anymore as they used to be, yes, it is a country whose culture is steeped in Shinto Buddhism. Yeah, which I, I understand that. The shrine is a very spiritual point. Mm-hmm. The equivalent of this, solely from a filmmaking standpoint, I'm not saying this as real, but it would be like if you went into a church and that caused you somehow to do what needed to be done. It's a, yeah. It's the spiritual location. It was, yeah. in many ways, he had to pray to the god primarily for any of it to happen. Yeah, pretty much. So this, honestly, the the band and the the sake, I think, was so sake be drinking sake. Yeah, yeah. I didn't think of that. Uh, <laughs> Satsuki eating drinking sake. Anyway, <laughs> Satsuki. So I think that's more dressing than what was actually needed because he still had to. Pray to the god to say, yeah. "Give me essentially, give me this one other chance." Now yeah. that I know what's going on, yeah, and that's when he slips, mm. sees the drawing of the thing on the can the on the cave. Like, you could have looked up any time and yeah. seen this, and you didn't. And how long has it been there? Is this from the did, did? Obviously, Mitsuha didn't get a chance to draw because she didn't have time to get back up there <laughs> to do that. Yeah, so it's been there for twelve hundred years. Yeah, at least. Yeah, and nobody saw it. <laughs> Yeah, there, there again, I do understand it from, you know, like, it's a culture, it's a cultural point, yeah. it's a cultural understanding, which I don't understand fully. But at the same time, as a, as, as a story point. Yeah, yeah, it's, it is very much, if this were, is very much a Deus Ex Machina yeah. type ending. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, it was to a point where, 
how else are you going to get them to actually go back? Yeah. I mean, admittedly, for the most of this movie, the spiritual side of stuff is not important. Exactly. They even go to the point of saying, uh, we don't know why we do these traditions anymore. It's just important that we do them. Telling us that the mystical side of this is not the important part of this story. Right. The fact that it happens is what's important, not why it happened. And so you get, that's this truth until you get to this one scene. Yeah. Which then at that point, it matters. It matters that there is a God, a time God that connects through unions and blah, 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 blah. Yeah. Anyway. Yeah. It's in a bit of an annoyance. I agree. I, it, it gets us to our ending. Yes. But at the same time, like you said, it's an ex, ex you know. Deus ex machina. Deus ex machina. It's, that was one of the only two gripes I could really find about this film. Okay, so we thought, because I couldn't come up with a third one either. Okay. So, <laughs> I guess that brings us to the end of the movie. Yeah. Uh, you want to talk on your uh, thoughts on why you thought this was teenaging up? Okay, yeah. Because we already said it was whether or not it was family friendly. Yeah, it's it's family friendly for a much older, mm-hmm. like, you know, kids and people who are going to understand. People who've been through sex ed. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> pretty much. Basically, you're preteens and up. Yes. People who are mature enough, we hope, yeah. to deal with the fact that, oh, yeah, they would have that trouble. And that's also not mature enough to go, <laughs> he's touching your boobies. <laughs> <laughs> now. I, I do have to say, be like, Misaha's little sister cracks me up every yes. time. Oh my gosh. But, yes, in conclusion, be like, this. it's an incredibly powerful, moving, cinematic, mm-hmm. artistic masterpiece that holds that holds on every single frame. Yes. Be like, there's, there's, no, there's no little wiggle room or nothing. Mm-hmm. Be like, it's, it's a solid story where you find a lot of movies where, be like, oh, we're going to put in buffers. Yes, buffers there is or... not a moment of filler in this movie. Yeah, because they're going to be... Except for maybe in the beginning in certain scenes. Yeah. They're, the, because uh, like a review I heard uh, recently where it was more like, there there isn't a single frame wasted. Because they're going to be like, you can't, be like, you can build your characters up, but you can't build them up the way you can in a series. Mm-hmm. In two hours, they do a very good job of that. Yes. And it's 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 moving, it's heartwarming, it's heartbreaking. Mm-hmm. It's it's one of those movies that puts you in a roller coaster of emotions. Mm-hmm. And now, granted, if you're not into anime or Japanese animation, uh, you might not be like, you'd be like, okay, this is a good movie. Yeah. And, uh, and I, I think I think personally I think for you know an ordinary audience member who would listen to this and or listen to it or watch you know watch the movie they if you are simply just an animation fan you're gonna enjoy this film mm-hmm. you like if you don't get the cultural re- re- references like some of it I didn't because I'm I'm not the 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 uber otaku who knows everything. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, neither am I. Yeah, but I, w- I wasn't referring to that. <laughs> yeah, because I, I, you know, obviously I've met some otaku's who just know everything about anime. It's like, yeah. okay, you need to, you need to, you know, have a like, buddy. Anyway, uh, so yeah, I think you know your average moviegoer or lover of animation mm-hmm. would thoroughly enjoy this film. 
It's it's got a bit of everything for somebody, and it's definitely this uh, a coming of age story in a way, and how two people you know come to know each other in a very intimate way. Mm-hmm. And it's just an all around amazing film that everybody should have the opportunity to go watch this. Okay. What do you rate it? Uh, 9.5. All right. So, last night after watching this movie, I happened to go back into that Facebook group I told you about uh, Ah. for Feeling Film. Yeah. And I posted the following. Rewatched your name for for my podcast this week. Will it ever be possible for me to not get choked up at the end? That is really my thoughts. Yeah. This movie is excellent. Yes. there, are, Like you said, there are some parts where it could use some tweaking. But then no movie is perfect. Yeah, exactly. Um, in many ways, I'm kind of sad. I'm very happy we got a chance to review the episode. Yes. I'm kind of sad knowing we've just finished reviewing the episode. Are reviewing the movie, the movie because that means we're not gonna get to review it again. <laughs> no, but definitely watching the movie again is going to happen sometime in the future, and I do believe no matter how many times I watch it, I won't get choked up at the end. Yeah, I'm giving it also a nine point five. Yeah, it's one of those films that just has so much behind it that there again, there's there's nothing left on the bone. Mm-hmm. And, you know, there again, there is that sad, it's like, we're never going to figure out what happened afterwards, unless you read the manga or something like that, which is... Well, there's a novelization. Yeah. But I bet you it ends at the same point. I've not read it, but... Probably. Mostly because I don't think it's been released in English, but anyway. It could be. But, yeah, it's just, it's one of those movies that just, it hits you with every emotion, you know, anger, sadness, grief, remorse joy everything mm-hmm. and it would if i would be so bold would be like if be like say if you have a significant other you have a girlfriend or a boyfriend what have mm-hmm. you uh i would definitely recommend going watching this movie because it's definitely a couple's movie yes and uh like, which is saying if, something from two single men like us exactly <laughs> but i mean like yeah you be like even if you don't have a significant other uh, yeah, it's, it's definitely one of those movies you can, you know, sit down and, you know, mm-hmm. have a enjoyable time, probably shed a tear, because mostly you're going to in some fashion or form, yes. like our characters do quite often. Like, like I say, even if the best you can pull off is having the tightness in the back of your throat. Yeah. You'll get it. I guarantee you. Oh, yeah. Th- this, you know, this There's movie, not many movies I can say force me to, to be, to get sad by the end of it. Yeah. And it's not even a sad as in, you know, bawling out tears. I can't believe that happened. It's not yeah. sad in a bad way. It's sad in a happy way near the end. Yeah. People like to call it bittersweet. I hate that term. Yeah. But it's essentially the closest I can think of. I got the you. ending is very bittersweet. I got you. Uh, so what do you write? I mean, like, obviously you write it. You did too. Yeah. So... That brings us to the end of another episode. Yes. We don't have any new site news. Nope. Right now. So we're going to go ahead and jump straight to rolling for our next movie. All right. Now, 
if you remember, last time we reviewed this, this was actually our 20th review. Yes. And so last time we rolled a d20 to change, to shuffle up our locations on the d6. So you currently have spots two, three, and four, mm-hmm. and I have one, five, and six. On the roll right now, we have at number one, Final Fantasy The Spirits Within. Number two, Kung Fu Panda. Number three, Oliver and Company. Number four, Batman Mask of the Phantasm. Number five, The Great Mouse Detective. And number six, replacing your name on the list this week, Wacko's Wish. Okay. I told you I was going to get it on there eventually. All right. So, this was my movie. You get to roll, sir. Excellent. Number five. five. I believe that's... Uh, hang on. Sheet two. How did I get on a sheet two? <laughs> Number five is... The Great Mouse Detective. Detective. All right. Uh, that is going to put Batman Mask of the Phantasm at six movies. So, hang on. This is coming out the third Saturday of the month, I believe. This episode is. Okay. Hang on. I need to look at something right quick. Okay. Yeah. So, if Batman does not get uh, picked... For I for the twenty first episode and for uh, for the Saturday twenty September twenty first episode yeah it's going to grow into two spots okay hold on be like I'm getting to um, the, no 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 I was just be like okay the the fourteenth this episode this, yeah. is when this episode's going to come yes yeah. okay yeah so the if it doesn't get picked for the twenty the episode coming out on September twenty first yes it's going to grow into two spots. If it doesn't get picked on the 28th, it will technically go into three spots. However, it won't get another chance to uh, get rolled again until after February. Because Mm. in October, we're going to be starting a theme month. Which, I think we're close enough we can go ahead and start saying what movies we're actually reviewing for Halloween. I think so. So, uh, what we've decided is... Uh, I'm going to have the first and third Saturday, and you're having the second and fourth. Yes. So the first of those movies we're going to watch is Hotel Transylvania. Excellent. What's the second? Second is going to be... You forgot. No, hold on. Be like... I'm thinking because... What are we going to do? Nightmare Before Christmas, I think, should be the Halloween week. Okay. Or the one before before Halloween. Okay. So... I've completely forgotten what one I was going to (laughs) use. I was like, wait a minute. I, I, I was. <laughs> this is why we write stuff down. <laughs> I, I know. I know. I know. I'm terrible by this hey, stuff. You're fine. You're fine, dude. Hold on. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. This is Halloween. Pumpkin scream in the dead of night. This is Halloween. Everybody, every something scream. <laughs> Halloween, 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 Halloween. Bum bum bum, bum bum bum, bum bum bum, bum 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 bum. 
Because I absolutely just drove all the way blank. <laughs> it's like I assumed you were going to put Scooby Doo on there, on Zombie Island. Oh, that's right. I assumed that. I couldn't remember what no, no, she no, said. You're, you're right. You're right. You're right. Okay. You're right. So you want to start that over again? Yes. Okay. I don't sound like an idiot. <laughs> it's fine, dude. <laughs> okay. So for the episode coming out October fifth. Mm-hmm. We're going to be reviewing Hotel Transylvania. Excellent. What are we reviewing on the 12th? Uh, Little Moop Road Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island. Ah, that's a good choice. On October 19th, Wallace and Gromit, The Curse of the Were-Rabbit. Ooh, that sounds like fun. Yes. And what are we reviewing on the 26th? We're reviewing The Nightmare Before Christmas. Very good choice. We're just doing it before even Halloween. <laughs> yeah. Well, ever since nothing... But, yeah. Good. And then in November, we are, of course, doing Studio Ghibli Month, Part mm-hmm. 1. And in December, of course, we're going to be doing some Christmas movies. Mm-hmm. And in January, we are doing Don Bluth Month. Yes. So sometime in February, we're going to have our anniversary episode, which... The movie we're reviewing on that, while already chosen, mm-hmm. will have to remain a mystery for now. Anyway, where can they find you, Jacob? You can find me on Facebook at Jacob B. Heron. Also on Facebook, you can find my art page, which is Jacob's Daily Art Corner, which I try to draw every day. Don't really get around to it all the time. Mm-hmm. And, uh, yeah, if you want to see an artist just, you know, developing his skill and craft, uh, come and join me there. Where can they find you? You can also find me on Facebook uh, at Drew Dodgen. You can also find my collection of photographs of interesting things I like. I find mm-hmm. at uh, Drew's Photo Bin. You can also find both of us on our podcast at uh, thecellcast.podbean.com. Uh-huh. It's our website. Uh, you can also find us on Apple Play. Apple Play. Just combine two of them. Yes. <laughs> you can find us on Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, and uh, Stitcher. And of course, you can always email us at thecellcastpodcast at gmail.com. And you can find our closed Facebook group on Facebook. It is just called The Cellcast. We only keep it closed not to keep you out, but to keep the robots out mm-hmm. from selling us stuff we don't want. Mm-hmm. Usually, we try to make a joke related to the movie about keeping stuff out, but honestly, I can't think of anything <laughs> either. So, um, yeah, of course, keep in mind every time we say the cell cast and all of that we just said, that's with a single L. So, I think that's it. I think so. All right, so this has been Drew. This is Jacob. And we'll catch you in the next frame. Doctor? What just happened?
next time on You don't know what a delightful dilemma it was trying to decide on the most appropriate method for your demise. I had so many ingenious ideas, I didn't know which to choose. So, I decided to use them all. Marvelous, isn't it? But here, let me show you how it works. Picture this. First, a sprightly tune I've recorded especially for you. As the song plays, the chord tightens. And when the song ends, the metal ball is released, rolling along its merry way until... Slap! Boom! Twang! Thunk! Splat! And so ends the short undistinguished career of Basil of Baker Street. You're despicable. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Everything's ready, Fidget? How's that, boss? <laughs> oh, this is wicked. So delightfully wicked. <laughs> Mr. Flavisham, let me congratulate you on a superb piece of craftsmanship. <laughs> See what you can do with the proper motivation. <laughs> you all know the plan. Right, right, Professor! It was my fond hope to stay and witness your final scene, but you were 15 minutes late, and I do have an important engagement at uh, Buckingham Palace. Now, you will remember to smile for the camera, won't you? Hmm? <laughs> Say cheese. <laughs> you fiend! Sorry, Chubby. You should have chosen your friends more carefully. Goodbye so soon. And isn't this a crime? Adios, I'll be the same. Arrivederci. Farewell. Bye bye, Basil. Separate way. With time so short, I'll say so long and go so soon. Goodbye. You followed me. I followed you.